Hello, it is September 20th, and this is The Normal Show, Yeah. and I am Caleb Stevenson. And I am Jeremiah. I'm not telling you my last name. <laughs> Wolf. I did it for you. They don't know how to spell it. Uh, Virginia. Oh, that's actually incorrect, but you know, that is definitely not how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> but anywho, um, so uh, I guess you you just ruined it. I was trying to provide cover for you, and you just all right. Well, let's get into the bad news first. Yeah, this this is uh, if you are um, well, let me put it this way: if you're somebody who is concerned, about morally future, decent, yeah, ethical, and, and, um, con- and concerned about the future of our democracy, uh, big one there too. Um, mm-hmm. Some really bad news uh, came came Friday. Um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Supreme Justice, uh, uh, Supreme Court Justice, uh, passed away, um, and this is this is kind of troubling uh, because you know if there was any if there was anything that threatened the election, you know this this is it, you know <laughs> and. God bless her. She hung on for as long as she could because uh, she was diagnosed with cancer and beat it. It was, it was one of those things where she would she would beat it and it would come back. It was it was that aggressive and she fought it for as long as she could. And unfortunately, it looks like it, it finally caught up. Um, but uh, what, what was it? Pancreatic? Or? It was, yeah, it was pancreatic cancer. Um, and. And she was 87 years old, so it's not like for somebody that old to be fighting it, it's not easy, folks. Um, because it's well, and it was, um, wasn't it Colbert that they he they showed her workout routine, or was that something? I I can't remember if it was Colbert. Jimmy Kimmel. I do remember, like, yeah, somebody was showing it, and it's like, yeah, no, I mean, it was like like for her age, it was a, it was a pretty intense one. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, she would go in there and like she was actually. Yeah. Lifting some for her size and age, she was pumping some pretty heavy iron. Yeah, um, and uh, she was she was a bad. <laughs> bitch. Uh, let me just say that. Um, and unfortunately, um, you know she she passed away from pancreatic cancer. Um, well, and the problem here is immediately. I mean, let's just get right into yeah. it. In 2016, when Obama was had the chance to appoint. A Scalia, judge. Yeah, because Scalia had died. McConnell and the rest of the douche Republicans um, blocked his nominees and said, we're not doing it until after the election, which, and, and they're like, well, this is, you can't do it. We're doing an election year. Yeah, you can't do yeah. this during an election year. And, and we're not was, doing it. That was eight months from the election. Right, eight now, months. This is yeah. 42 days. Yeah. And now they're trying to... And now they're going to ram through, and they're like, we're going to do it. We're going to vote through. Trump's going to get this pick. Trump's going to get this pick. Now, this is the thing that really upsets me. Why why are they bothering even lying about it at this point? Because they keep trying to say, well, well, this is a difference. They keep, you know, they keep doing the little, like... Well, yeah, of course word, they you do. Know, they're, they're trying to, to do their little song and dance and, and sell it to people, like, oh, well, you know, this is this is a different situation, and, all the, and like, trying to say all this stuff. It's like, just say what you're doing. And there was somebody, my, uh, God, I was talking to somebody that, uh, and I don't even remember which show it is, apparently somebody from the GOP was uh, confronted with that. 
like on a, on a news program where like they basically they were said, can you just tell us? Can you just admit to what you're doing? And they're like, well, the, like, they basically kept and the, and the and the person kept pressing them saying, can you just admit to what you're doing? And they kept and yeah, like they, it's like at this point, why even lie about it? I mean, you're gonna well, do it's, it anyway. I just, I keep hoping out. I mean, 2020 keeps setting the bar lower and lower and lower, but I keep holding out hope that it's not going to work. You know, like... And I mean, um, there are, they, you know, they've talked to Pelosi and they've talked, you know, they've talked to other people in government, like, you know, in, in Congress, and they said, like, there are ways to delay it there to, uh, bef- until, until the election. But even at that, it's like, he, uh, you know, if God willing, Biden wins, um, he's not going to take office until the twentieth. So who knows what could happen? Or the twentieth of January. So who knows what could happen between November third and January twentieth? Mm-hmm. Um, I did hear that one of the things that could block it is the. Um, uh, I guess like there's a senator in Arizona, a Democratic senator in Arizona who has a really good chance of being elected and if he gets elected uh, and, and actually he'll take office because he's technically he would be replacing McCain because McCain did not serve out his his full term uh, wait they haven't replaced him yet well no they replaced they replaced McCain but the person who they replaced him with was basically just writing out the rest of like the governor oh, okay, yeah this person yeah of writing out the rest of his term Right. Well, you made it so, sound like nobody was in it. No, no, no. Well, See, and I was like, wait, what? I mean, it's technically, it was technically his, it was technically his position, is what I'm saying. Right. McCain's position. Um, and right, it was like Johnson filling in for uh, Kennedy. Yes, yes. Um, until his election. And, uh, and anyhow, um, and so if this guy gets elected, I guess there's a really good chance, and he'll actually, he, he will be, um, uh, he'll, he'll actually... Uh, will will take office uh, much sooner than the twentieth, and he uh, because of, I forget because of just like the the way it's stru- the way it was structured. I forget all the particulars here. Um, uh, and if he gets in there, there is a really good chance of him being able to to come in and block the nomination because like the you know the 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 um, uh, the, the I forget what is it the the certain amount of number like the uh, what what is the what is the difference it has to be uh, to, for them to, to for like the uh, two thirds? Yeah, the two thirds. Yeah, like it'll it'll it will uh, alter that to where it, like in in the uh, uh, or it'll tip that into the Democrats' favor. So, but that's once again that is a hypothetical. That is like he has to get elected. <laughs> so, yeah, and that's what's well, scary, you know, <clears throat> and I mean also, there's a good chance McConnell himself is going to lose his spot. Yeah, because I know McGrath uh, is is leading. She doesn't have as big a lead as she had, but I guess like she is kind of you know. Um, and Graham, there's that uh, Jamie. I forget his name. Um, but you see, I Cunningham see or something. Yeah, that the black. That's the, it's the is black it, guy. Is it Cunningham? Is it? I don't know. Cunningham seems like it, but I know. I, I, I don't I know. Like I see, I see the ads on Facebook all yeah. the time. Um, and I know like, he, he's kind of trailing. However, uh, Graham's kind of I know he's he, he's he's kind of clammed up because of the all the videos that have surfaced 
about what he said about the last time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whenever they were like, I actually said it twice said it in, apparently he said it uh, once in 2016 and then once again in 2018 about that decision to, to, to basically to, to, to hold off on, on his nomination. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and he even said, like, you know, because you know, he said, you know, you can use my words against me because I don't support the I, I don't support the idea mm-hmm. of Lady G is not on board. Yeah, <laughs> of of having a Supreme Court justice appointed in an in a election year, whatever it was. He said, I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. but he he literally said on there, you can use my words against me. Well, guess what? <laughs> like people are using his words against him, and the thing I think is funny is because he put out one tweet saying that he supported that the idea of of Trump appointing a justice, yeah. and and then people have attacked the crap out of him for it, and 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 and, and using used that footage of him saying that, and he's been he's been silent. He has not said a word since. So, yeah. I mean, it's just—I don't know. It, uh, I, I will lose a lot of faith in humanity, um, depending on the outcome. Well, I mean, it's just—it's going to be the the final nail in the democracy coffin because yeah. you know all they've done is just hoard and gather and store up as much corruption and power as they could. And it's going to turn around and bite them because at some point the Democrats are going to be in charge again, yeah. and they're going to say, you know what, you set the precedent. Yeah. And and I mean, I'm you hope that they would do the right thing and put things back the way that should be. Yeah. The way it was prior to all of this, and, uh, well, and, and put everything, put the balance kind of right again. Yeah. But well, I mean, they'll they'll do the same thing, you know. Or they have, they have the opportunity to anyway. Yeah. Well, and and in all honesty, it's like I think that the Republicans who clear like like you know the the quote unquote you know true conservative Republicans should break off from these you know from like these this Trump cult. Uh, <laughs> these yeah, Trump cult get things back to normal when you could work own, together. Yeah, like start their own party, like because like or like you know call it the new Republican Party. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, all this started with the Tea Party crap yeah. back in what 2008 or whenever that whenever, was. Whenever Obama uh, was uh, came was running, yeah, yeah, and it morphed into this Colt 45 thing because they all they don't care about true conservatism. Yeah, and the, all they care about is you know getting. All as much corporate and and money and and power and corruption as they can, and it doesn't. They have no real ideology other than just power. No, and it's well, it's just the it's the whole thing too of like, and I know this has been said. It's like now most pres like most most uh, presidents or anybody or, or anybody in a, uh, a political position. Usually, if they do something, if they do something wrong, they can be put. They they can they can be shamed. Like they can be shamed into doing the right thing. Well, you can't shame Trump because he's not. He he, he doesn't feel shame. He has no his, moral compass. He has, you know, like he's just, yes. His mental in his mental instability yeah. literally prevents him from feeling shame. Yeah, oh, I mean, oh, 
it's just uh but yeah he's I, he's the emperor with no clothes he's yeah. you know as long as he has plenty of yes men yeah well it's like that like that scene in the simpsons with uh mr burns whenever he loses all his money um, he's like but i i invested right i put all the i i you guys told me i put everything in the right stocks oh yes everyone right one <laughs> you sure did sir <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, so we're mourning Ruth Bader Ginsburg because she did a lot for yeah. women's rights, um, <clears throat> and like you said, she was. Well, she, you know, she was. She was one of the main reasons why we have, um, uh, or why why we have uh, uh, gay marriage. You know, like, she, like you know, she she was very big. On, she was she was one of the justices that voted for that. Um, she also was very adamant in protecting our, you know, the Affordable Care Act, you know, she mm-hmm. was, yeah, yeah. Um, and besides that, though, like, women, she made it okay for women to get a loan without having a man co-sign or buy a house without having a man co-sign, um, and uh, several things like that, these misogynistic old kind of, yeah. um, you know, rules or whatever it was. Um, she broke those walls down, or helped helped to anyway. And uh, so, no, she was she was by all accounts a bad. She was a she was a badass, you know, <laughs> as they say, um, you know, and and yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, like and I I think I think you and I I think a lot of people. We dreaded this. Like this was a thing. We're like, oh, please. Yeah, we. Yeah, everybody since about June or whenever we first heard that she was, had she was get. Yeah, that it came back. Yeah. Um, and that or she had fallen or something, and we were just like, oh, please hold out, please yeah. hold out, please hold she, out. She did. She did it for as long as she could have. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, yeah, it's it's tragic. Um. And, you know, the, the outpour on social media I've seen, too, has been, has been crazy. Like, it's, you see how, like, there's a bunch of, like, you know, because I'm friends, I follow a bunch of uh, uh, different artists and stuff, and, like, they'll, there, there are so many different renderings I've seen of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, of, like, different comic book artists and different, just, you know, just artists in general, just, like, mm-hmm. kind of doing their little, their tribute uh, drawings to her and stuff. And it's, well, and it's it's yeah. sad that we can't just mourn her her death as a death in itself, you know, like some of the other justices that have died. It was sad, but th- her death is literally, like, the country is at a crossroad here with, with her death. And, and so... In mourning her death, we also have to now be on guard yeah. for our the democracy of our country because yeah, you know <laughs> how pivotal how pivotal her role was in the in the Supreme Court. For, for those of you Latin aficionados, Latin aficionados Parabellum. So <laughs> yes, John Wick Parabellum. Yes, yeah, yes, but that means prepare for war. So <laughs> essentially. <laughs> Um, um well uh, so now in entertainment news yeah, it's, it's, um, you know so on uh, a happy thought uh but but you know there's a r.i.p uh rbg so mm-hmm. uh, tbd yeah. <laughs> tcb uh 
<laughs> TCBY. Uh, TMI, I can tell you that much. TMNT. NKOTB. Yes. All those. All those. Look it up, kids. Yeah. But anyhow, what you. Okay, so switching gears here. So, um. Real quick, I, I came across this old movie called Hand of Death on yeah, Fox uh, or FX Classic Movies. Yeah, you showed and the, the picture there. <laughs> at first, when I first saw that picture, I was like, is this where like they got the design for the thing? But then I looked at the movie, and it came out in 1962, and Fantastic Four came out in 1961. So it's actually, I think, the opposite. Wait, Fantastic they got... Four? Yeah, the Fantastic Four came out in 1961. Oh, okay. Oh, the okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and the the character. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about the thing. Isn't like John Carpenter's the thing? No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. He doesn't look like that at all. I don't know. If you if you look up the thing, or not the thing, but Hand of Death, the movie Hand of Death, the the character he has this chemical accident, and he turns into this grotesque monster. And there's a scene where he's running around in a trench coat and a fedora, mm-hmm. and it looks just like the thing from Fantastic Four when he puts on a trench coat and a fedora. Yeah. And I'm well, maybe not just like it, but you know enough like it that I was like, they probably stole that from Fantastic Four, like the look yeah. of their of their creature, you know, because it was around the same time, 1962 yeah. and 1961 was when the thing, you know, debuted and yeah. Um, it, uh, did you, uh, well, did you look it up? Did you look like on IMDb or whatever in their trivia and did it say anything? Nah, I just let it be a mystery. <laughs> You're the world's worst detective, Caleb. Well. <laughs> it's like, imagine you on the Orient, murder on the Orient Express. Someone's died. Well, I've tried all my options Well, here. <laughs> it wasn't me, so. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> All right, well, let's get off at the next stop, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, just, you know, everybody likes a little mystery now and then. Yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, I, I just thought I'd bring that up and, you know. I was um, going to say, um, have you, and I, I kind of told you about it a little, sort of talked to you about it uh, before we recorded. Um, have you seen the documentary on Prime? It's um, called In Search of the Last Action Heroes. No. It's actually worth... If you were somebody who grew up in the 80s, I would say Mm -hmm. it's definitely worth a watch. um, Because it really is kind of talking about... A Rolex or a Swatch? Huh? A Rolex or a Swatch? um, It was a... um, Oh, God, what were those? They weren't Swatches. There was something else, and I can't remember what they were called. Neon Timex? No, no, no. Well, I, I still have a Timex. Uh, <laughs> and, and believe you me, it's, take, it's taken a licking, and it keeps on ticking. Uh, but, uh, but no, um, it, uh, it really kind of talks about the, um, just sort of like the rise of sort of the action movies and how like really like they, they dominated in the 80s. Um, and they interview all these old like, kind of like all these like classic sort of 80s people like the um you know the endo from uh i'm trying to think of his name is like al uh, 
I can't remember his name. It's the the Asian guy from uh, Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. He played Indo and Die Hard. I mean, mm. and Lethal Weapon. You know what I'm talking about? He's yeah. Also, he's also in the cage. He's Tiger Joe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, it's kind of interesting because they talk about how really how it started was kind of the it was sort of the late uh like you know like the mid the mid 70s kind of you know because how how the action genre kind of started because you had movies like you know the exploitation movies like uh, the like all the kung fu movies and then you also had these movies like dirty harry and death wish and sort of how well, and, and and those were like kind of vigilante movies yeah like they're they're kind of either cop movies they're either like kind of like cop movies but they had this certain i mean and, and like they, they were they weren't really considered sort of action at the time because action yeah. really wasn't even a genre at that point yeah I, I would say rambo is kind of the one that started it really even, even the first the first first blood uh you know the Ram, or, or first blood well yeah that's that's what i mean first yeah, blood but but, one, but you know the character of rambo yeah. is the first like, like over they, they, the top yeah. over the top kind of and, and even rambo or first blood wasn't yeah. Yeah. Over the top yet? Because yeah, and they were they that, and that's the thing they kind of oh I just did, did you were you making a Stallone joke just now? Over the top? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it did work, didn't it? Yeah, but anyhow, <laughs> but no, they actually. I mean, yes, show. of course I did. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> but they okay time out. Need a moment. <laughs> they actually they actually address that in this documentary about how. How that how first blood really I mean and and he's not a you know because he's not really a hero in that in fact he's kind of the bad I mean if you, depending on how you look at it he's kind of well the he's bad. not well he's not the bad guy the bad guy is Brian Dennehy yeah. Brian Dennehy was just a yeah. in that movie yeah. but but he there was it wasn't he wasn't a hero yet it was the second one when he when they come get into certain yeah. to go over to like Tehran or where Afghanistan. The second one, he actually goes back to Vietnam. The third one, he goes to Afghanistan. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. And, um, and, and they were kind of. And they, and but they yeah, because in the that. first um, one, it, he it was still kind of the vigilante type. Well, not even uh, vigilante. It, it was more of like it was it was a it was more about mental health. Really, I know. But what I, yeah. what I'm saying is like that type that 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 just before the action hero. Yeah. Where it was still the kind of loner vigilante type. Yeah. And before it became like Stallone and Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis, yeah. where where it became this audacious, like ridiculous, yeah. over the top yeah. explosion and boom, kind of, you know. They, they kind of talk about really what set that off was sort of the success of of First Blood or, or, or of Rambo First Blood Two, and then you had then you had Terminator come out, and then you had yeah. you you had Commando, you had Conan the Barbarian, you had um all the, and then suddenly but then also they're like oh well we want to get these we want to get these uh, like i said like, there's this weird sort of merging of these of these exploitation films with these vigilante and like and cop movies and then like you know and then that's essentially where the where the genre came from because then like mm -hmm. the, then it became like oh we want to have what if we had like someone who's a real martial artist, and that's how you get the Chuck Norris, like like being actors. That's how you get the Chuck Norris's and the Van Dams, and the Steven Seagal's, and they even talked about how uh, and the how Jackie it, Chan's, yeah, and the Jackie Chan's for that matter, and and um, and yeah, and then uh, and then they talked about how they how like that kind of created the which this is something that's non non existent now, but there was the the home video market. 
you know, like where, you know, how like they were, how action movies were huge because they could just go, they didn't have to worry about going to the movies. They could just go direct to the video stores and put their, you know, and put their VHS, have their VHSs on sale. Um, And then they also talk about how, how Die Hard was kind of the game changer because, um, you know, whenever that movie came out, one, they, uh, the, the, they interview the writer and he even says, he's like, well, the problem is I didn't want to have a, uh, a you know a Stallone Schwarzenegger character and he goes because the problem he saw in that was it's like because they all they come off as pretty much invincible it's like who do you have face them you know <laughs> and uh, oh uh, and and yeah and he um, and yeah and like and so basically he said so I wanted to have it to where it's sort of like a, a smaller leaner guy and um, and then he also said how if you really watch that movie Bruce Willis is not the protagonist. Hans Gruber is, and it's and it kind of has a point because it's like, yeah, you know, it's like Hans Gruber is the one that's trying to he's got he's the one with the goal that he's trying to achieve, and Bruce Willis is the one that keeps basically preventing him from getting that goal. <laughs> Which, when you look at the definition of protagonist and antagonist, yeah, that it's like okay, yeah, I can totally see that, <laughs> and and anyhow, um, and so. You know, like the, the, the talked about how like that changed things because then you'd have movies that were like they would say like oh this is die hard. like they literally would be pitched. I don't know. Out. In my mind, I I think that uh, um, Ellis is the protagonist. Hey, Spreckensy talk, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but no, like how that movie kind of was a game changer because then you started like hearing pitches for movies that would always be like. Die Hard, uh, you know, Die Hard on a boat, Die Hard in a plane, <laughs> and and literally the working title for Speed was Die Hard on a bus, was what that was called. <laughs> like that's how yeah. it was pitched. Um, but then you know they kind of like the the interesting thing too. It kind of also talks about the kind of the the decline of that type of action hero came about like probably in the like like you know, like in late nineties with Last Action Hero. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they actually. There's I mean, a whole, there's a whole thing on Last Action Hero that's pretty good where they talk to Zach Penn. I mean, it's literally in the title, Jeremiah. <laughs> but, but, uh, but no, like the the shift was studios were kind of like instead of trying to, you know, and, and I kind of was pretty conscious conscious of this. Like in, in retrospect, uh, the studios were kind of like, why are we wasting all our times trying? We're spending a lot of time trying to turn these martial artists into actors and you know, these martial artists and bodybuilders into actors why don't we just get really good actors and like train you know and make it look like you know and make them look good right and that's why that's why they got keanu reeves for matrix because yeah. he's such a great actor yeah. but, well i mean but he was, you know, he was bank, but he was bankable at that point i mean because yeah because he, he, he had done like uh you know he'd done speed and he'd done point break and you know, and, and like he was, he was kind of an up and they could definitely tell he was he was an up and comer. And uh, and, yeah. like, and by by the way, you know, before we get too far, I I wanted to say this earlier, but you were on a roll, so yeah. um, I I once submitted a script to uh, Hollywood called Die Hard on a Tortilla, and oh. it, it didn't go very it didn't go very far. <laughs> so it was kind of, it was kind of like my Oedipus on the moon. Well, um, does it? Does it end with someone having really bad <laughs> diarrhea? <laughs> well, you know, it, 
it was the logical conclusion. You have yeah. Die Hard on a plane, Die Hard on a bus, Die Hard on a tortilla. It's where you know. logically end up. Well, I mean, I think he. I think if you're, it's a little. Ra- it's a little bit of a radical idea. I think you got to go Die Hard on a bun first. You know. <laughs> so, mm, yeah. I don't think yeah. that's gonna. Well, actually, that kind of. That, that's uh, good. That's uh, good uh, feedback. I, say, I don't think that's gonna sell in America. <laughs> <laughs> they actually that well, was actually they talked to uh shane black about um long kiss goodnight because you know he'd written that and and it, you you, you kind of see that the the kind of the action genre was was kind of it was weird because it was it was very chauvinistic and it was kind of like even like whenever they would try to pitch movies where they would have a, a female character it was a really it was a tough sell um because he talked about well, yeah, Ter- Terminator's kind of as close as they got with uh, with Sarah Connor. Well, yeah, Linda, yeah, Linda Hamilton. But even at that, she, it's not like she was the main character. She was not the she was not the the dry. Like people went went to see that movie. I know, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like they yeah. didn't really. There was never really a female yeah. action hero yeah. or heroine, whatever. I mean, um, I mean, you can kind of say Ripley was. In a yeah, way. Ripley. Yeah. Ripley, I guess, was yeah, um, better example. But uh, but no, but they talked. But he talked about how when he was making, when he was, whenever he was in the process of, of writing Long Kiss Goodnight, and people would ask him about it, and he'd say, "Oh yeah, I'm, I'm making this movie where it's a woman who, you know, basically she has amnesia. She, um, you know, she's kind of living this mundane life as a house, you know, this like sort of mundane housewife life, and then you know, you, you she figures out, you know, the, that she's a, that she was a government assassin, and people would be like." kind of stop him and be like really a woman why don't you make it a man and he's like but that's not the story i'm telling (laughs) he's like because you can't really do that with a man like it's the whole the 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 whole mundane housewife life doesn't really work if if it's a male character right it would now but not not back then talked about how it's like he goes critically yeah it did the movie did okay but but yeah like you guys they were right as far as like the as far as the box office goes because it didn't make any money you know and and yeah and they interview uh uh cynthia rothrock was it which do you remember her no she was the she was in like all those china o'brien movies like she was a like she was uh like she she's white but she was a hong kong action star um so she did a lot of like the movies with uh, like I think with, with Jackie Chan and Sammo Hung and Michelle Yeoh, and she then then kind of came over stateside and was more like was was she was more of like one of those uh, direct to video successes kind of like you know she was she was one of those people that was part of that direct to video market um, and and yeah and it's and, and like and basically yeah she was talking about how how tough a sell it was you know for for her for her movies to kind of like whenever they'd have, you know, you'd have Van Damme and he's doing really well. And then it's like, you look at her movies, which are probably just as good, but they're not selling because, Oh, it's a woman, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah. Like, and I think now it's getting better because, you know, you have um, people excited about wonder woman. You have people excited about captain Marvel. And, well, and that's, uh, and that's why, yeah. you know, the whole attack against, superhero movies is so stupid and superficial it's because it's like 
okay, Martin uh, Scorsese, would you just prefer that women not be stars, you know? I mean, because what's happening is with the hero movies, the superhero movies, you get the action star that's female. Yeah. You know, it's like built in, and you can't really say anything about it. You can't say it's not going to work because uh, it works. Yeah. So, but, you know, with, there aren't really action movies or action stars anymore other than I mean, like, the superhero genre. Superhero genre, but then also they talk about, they, they talk about, like, you have stuff like <clears throat> The Expendables and Fast and the Fur in, like, the Fast and the Furious movies, which pretty, I mean, like, The Rock is definitely, I mean, I would call him an action star. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, he's yeah. an action hero, but, but it's but the, not the, the same is, because... I would say the, the difference the, is, is primarily now is that they they can act like i mean not not to not to put down stallone or schwarzenegger because the later they got in their careers the better let's, no let's were. put it this way they can speak english yeah <laughs> because sylvester <laughs> stallone <laughs> i don't understand what you were saying what was that <laughs> i said i want a bad I don't understand. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I, you sound like you are mentally irregular. <laughs> you're irregular. Everybody's irregular. Give me a speech from, <laughs> from First Blood. Yeah. <laughs> you have Someone like like Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson can actually he can act. Like you know, you, yeah. you've seen it. Like he, he actually can act. Um, Which know. is funny because when he you know when he first came on the scene yeah. with like Scorpion King, it was like oh oh yeah. here we go. Like we uh, but then trouble. but then very quickly he yeah. very quickly became likable and and got very good at acting. And yeah. well, now he's in everything yeah. and is the highest paid guy you know it's like yeah he's gonna be yeah i mean like he, like <clears throat> in one of like the biggest anticipated movies coming out you know <laughs> so mm-hmm. um and uh well and, and they even kind of talk like well yeah they kind of talk about that uh because they uh you know who uh scott atkinson is right yes yeah he's uh is that yes you do or you just humor me <laughs> <laughs> well at first i thought you were talking about scott ad adson no, no, um, the comedian. I was like, wait, no, no, but no, then the, I, yeah. the action star guy, because he was, he's been, he was in uh, Doctor Strange. He was one of the acolytes. He's the guy that gets killed with the cape. Uh huh. Because he's a big, he was, you know, he's kind of a big martial, like a like a serious martial artist who uh, was in a lot of. I mean, he he's another one of those as opposed as opposed to a clown martial artist. Yes. Well, Jackie Chan's kind of a clown martial artist if you really want to get down to it. <laughs> Because he always does the thing when he punches somebody. True, he's, yeah. Ah, like, ah, just, ah. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but anywho, um, I mean, he's one of those guys that was part of that and is still, in many ways, still part of like, kind of like the, the direct to streaming or direct to video 
action star, but he also will do mainstream stuff. And I know he, uh, in the past, he had doubled for Ryan Reynolds. And then if you put them side by side, they do pretty much look almost identical to each other. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and he had talked, you know, they interviewed him, they interviewed Michael Jai White, and they kind of talked about how, yeah, it's like, it's a weird thing how, like, you know, because they're, they're sort of like the in-between guys and that, yeah, you know, we... We do, we, you know, occasionally we'll, we'll we'll get in these modern action movies um, or in superhero movies, but it's like, but it's just not the same, you know. It's just not the same as it was, you know, however many years ago, <laughs> like during the during like the you know the the mid the you know the eighties and early nineties, uh, you know, action movie action movie craze and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, but it's it's interesting. It's it's an it, I, I, I recommend it if you is it if you're if you were a child of the eighties and a teen of the nineties, you're definitely gonna you're definitely gonna love it. Uh, and it's you know, it's good stuff. They interview different directors and actors uh, who were in movies at the time and 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 producers and uh, and of course our good buddy, who is on the cover. If you uh, if you selected on on Prime, he's on the cover of it. Eric Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> and he talks about best. He talks about being in best of the best and best of the best too. <laughs> Which I am actually interesting thing about that is uh, Philip Reed, the you know the the Asian guy that's in those who apparently wrote those. I didn't realize that at least the first one you know he did, which <laughs> like that's also a series that goes way off the rails from the first one because you know the first one's kind of like a Rocky type thing where it's like the. the the um, U.S. I think it's like supposed to be like martial, like either mar- like mixed martial arts team or taekwondo team. I forget. And fa- facing off against South, like uh, the South Koreans uh, team, and uh, in the Olympics or whatever it is. And apparently, Philip Reed was on the I think he said nineteen eighty Olympic team, and that's he just wanted to write. He just wanted to sort of write what that was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, he's like, oh, that's nice. And then. And then the second one becomes this weird gladiatorial. <laughs> I don't know how well you remember it. Did you ever see the sequence? No, I don't know. Because like the second best of the best is like, oh, he's in like a gladiator match, <laughs> like against like this underground gladiator fighting in Vegas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then the, then like the the last two, uh, like he fights. I don't know. In like the third one, I think he fights white supremacists. <laughs> <laughs> Who infiltrated oh. town, and it's got like that one has uh, Christopher oh, McDonald. Well, that one has Christopher McDonald and Gina Garshon too. It was clearly before Gina Garshon had done um, Bound or whatever it was, like her big or, or Showgirls or Bound, because you know they were able to get Gina Garshon in that movie. <laughs> and then I think the third or, or the fourth one is like he's a cop or something, and it's like. How did you go from being like the like a the thing about you know the U.S. martial arts team to oh now I'm a cop fighting Russians or whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> oh but but yeah oh. well I uh, you know Archer is back and I uh, I kind of missed well I didn't miss it. Um, it just popped up in my, my, well, yeah, YouTube cloud DVR or whatever you would call it for YouTube TV. Um, and I watched it, but 
besides talking about that, um, also, I, I noticed that, that uh, have, have you heard of Dallas and Robo? Mm-mm. It's a cartoon on sci-fi or their late night thing called TZGZ, which is, you know, one letter off of sci-fi. Yeah. S-Y... FY TZGGZ. Um, it's kind of like their adult swim or, or their late, um, you know, whatever. Is that their what late... the Harley Quinn cartoon would be playing on? Or... Kind of. I don't know if that was on TZGZ or not, but it was. it's kind of taken that place, I guess, since TZ HBO Jeezy Max stole sounds, it. TZGZ just sounds like a really nasty stripper. Yeah, but um, but anyway, it's it's Cat Dennings is Dallas and um, John Cena is Robo, and I didn't, uh, I you know I had heard about Dallas and Robo, and didn't really know it was on, you know it's a YouTube original, and but then I saw it on Sci-Fi, so I watched about four episodes last night. And it's actually fairly good. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's adult it, humor. Yeah, uh, she's she works. She's like a space trucker, and, um, and on you know works out of Mars or something like that. And um, Stephen Root is in it, and Dana Snyder, um, Milana Vaintrug, and. Um, uh, oh, what's his face? Um, you know the guy. Oh, uh, uh, Nelson. Um, Mike Nelson. No, no. From uh, he's from Oklahoma, and he's in a bunch of stuff. Oh, oh brother, Tim where Blake, art Tim thou? Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson. Yes. <clears throat> uh, he's in it, and you know, it's just it's yeah. kind of it's it's a little. I don't know how to describe Apparently, it. Um... Uh, it's like face? a ma- mashup of Harley Quinn, um, heavy metal, and, and apparently, I guess Gene Carlo Esposito is in it as well. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. Um, he's like a casino owner. Yeah, I'm looking. No, it actually has apparently like Jane Jane Lynch. Um, yeah, it's got a lot of people. Yeah, uh, Taryn Taryn uh, Killam uh, Kill- Killam and, and uh, Clancy Brown. Yeah. Uh, Nat, uh, uh, what's his face? Saxon? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. got a. Yeah. Got, oh, and uh, apparently David Hornsby is in there, too. For those of people yeah. who don't know, he's it, the, he's probably the main reason you like It's Always Sunny because he's like the head writer. <laughs> and he's yeah, he's cricket. cricket. Yeah, it's cricket. <clears throat> Rickety cricket. I wonder, are. Do you want to bring that back? Is that coming back anytime soon? I I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. They I, always just it, they take forever now, and then it just kind of springs up, and it's like, oh yeah, it's premiering it's next week. Glenn, uh, what's his face? I can't think of Howardson. Yeah, Glenn Howardson. Uh, Howardson. Our Howardson has that whole has another show on Fox or whatever it is. AP AP Bio. Yeah, with him and Patton Oswalt, and I think that just that I think just premiered. So you know. It's like he was working on that. It means he probably wasn't working on it. It's always sunny. Um, so, good Lord knows when we'll, we'll get another one of those. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, if you, you try to catch up on Dallas and Robo. And that's on sci-fi? Yeah. 
I don't know if you can catch it somewhere else, but I'm I'm getting it on Sci-Fi. I mean, I'm sure they probably have stuff on there on Sci-Fi.com or whatever, so I can always yeah. catch it there. But I will say this: John Cena is surprisingly really funny. Well, yeah, he he's got he's good, and um, he's one of those guys, kind of like The Rock, that you that that started out, you know, not looking so great, and then yeah. they got better, and now they're kind of bankable, you know, like. Yeah. Well, it's and as as Robo, I mean, it's you get a lot of. Um, he's he's pretty good at the voiceover. Like he's it, it's not clunky, you know. Yeah. And and he has to say some pretty big words sometimes. Yeah. And you wouldn't yeah, expect that of a headbanged pro wrestler, you know. Well, and I think the main thing for him was uh, comedy. Because I think that's really what kind of when he's when he did I think what was it that um oh the the one with Amy Schumer that he was in like that was kind of his like when people were when because it was a role too that uh, the oh god I can't think of the name of that movie um uh, the it's Amy Schumer Bill Hader um yeah it's like uh, I just saw it the other day yeah. on uh, Showtime uh, oh, uh, or something the, the train wreck. The tra- uh, train wreck. Train, yeah, train yeah. wreck, yeah. Because, like, that was around the time where he was kind of going against type and he was playing these sort of comedic roles. Like, so it's like, I think that, uh, Blockers, which is a really funny movie <laughs> with him and, mm-hmm. um, uh, Leslie Mann, where they're trying to, and, uh, and Ike, um, uh, the guy, Matt T. Baronholtz? Ba- yes. Uh, where they're trying to, like, stop their daughters who have a sex pack on prom night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, like, he's really good in that one. Um, and then also, did you ever see Tour de Pharmacy? Yeah. Yeah, like he was, I love that one where he's supposed to, and then the older version of him is played by Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he gets, you know, it's because it's supposed to be like the Tour de France where everybody was clearly juicing. And, yeah. And like, he just roids out and gets mad. And there's a thing where, like, you finally test his blood and. They found out that he had traces of cheetah blood inside him, and he kept saying, "I am not the cheetah," and because he was supposed to have an accent, so they never really right. understood if he was saying he was not a cheater or, or cheetah. A cheetah. <laughs> Even like when they interview him, old him as Dolph Lundgren, he goes, "I said I'm not the cheetah." <laughs> yeah, it's like Mr. Schwarzenegger, are you saying cabbage or garbage? Garbage. <laughs> it's garbage. This whole thing is garbage. Garbage. Uh, but no, I mean, so yeah, it's like, you know, it, 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 it surprises, I think it's, it's one of those things where, like, he's good at, at you know, at comedy, um, mm-hmm. which a lot of people, you know, I mean, <laughs> which is tough because I, I think we all saw uh, Suburban Commando and Mr. Nanny. Not all wrestlers can do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of course, a lot of wrestlers would, would say that Hulk Hogan really wasn't much of a wrestler either. Uh, <laughs> but... Hey, now, brother, don't you talk bad about the Hulkster. (laughs) What are you going to do? Break your hip on me, old man? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I don't think his hip is his anymore. I'm pretty sure he had it replaced. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's good that you came up with the name Trainwreck, because all I could think of was uh, Choo Choo Crash. Uh, (laughs) And and I knew knew that wasn't right. Choo Choo Go Boom. (laughs) Yeah. Are you only Caleb? Are you only pawn in Game of Life? I'm the only pawn in Game of Life. <laughs> I have something to do with where Choo Choo goes. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, Mongo straight. <laughs> um, well, that was a talk. Yeah. Well, and like I said, it's 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 tough to be it's tough to be happy this this weekend. I mean, hopefully, weeks to come, we'll you know we'll rally and get together and. <laughs> <laughs> crying crying through our yeah. oh that reminds tears. me um i saw midsummer speaking of crying because uh, there is some uh, uh i saw midsummer while I, while I still have my uh amazon trial midsummer um yes midsummer because it they Mids- are, midsummer in the fjord because they are in they're in uh, i believe uh, Swiss, uh, not switzerland yeah. but, um, uh, sweden 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 yes yeah, sweden um, but yeah, if you really want to see a... They like the Toblerone. If you want to see a really messed up horror movie, I recommend that one, because that is... It's, pretty, it's got some pretty disturbing imagery. Um, it's the same guy who did Heredity, and I haven't seen that movie, but I've heard that movie is also just really makes... You, you, you finish mm. watching it, and you have this sort of unsettling feeling, I guess. Kind of like Mom, or Mother, what, what was it, Mother... Jennifer Lawrence. I haven't seen. Yeah, it's another one I haven't seen yet. I, I I had that in my I had that in my queue forever. I just never got around to seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I will say this: it's kind of uh, with uh, in regards to Midsommar, uh It is the best Wicker Man remake I think I've seen. <laughs> it, it's even better than the actual Wicker Man remake. <laughs> so, yeah. The bees. No, the bees. The bees. But yeah, in, in fact, uh, the, the, like one of the most messed up parts of that movie, I made a little sort of, I not necessarily a meme, but I, I took it, uh, I took a screenshot of it and then um, uh, added uh, added a word balloon of reminiscent of those old uh, Kirby School uh, ads for uh, that you'd always see in, you know, for, for those of you who are comic book readers, hopefully you remember them. Uh, they're basically these full-page ads of like something that either that I, I think they were I forget if Jack Kirby actually not Jack Kirby, um, Kubert. not Kirby, Kubert, not ugh, I, I screwed that whole thing up. The, the Kubert School, not Kirby School, yeah. um, uh, that Joe Kubert or or his sons would draw. What a dink! I know. <laughs> like I, I I am no longer allowed to write comics. Um, <laughs> it's been revoked. Um, but anywho, um, there'd always be these ads where they're like this kind of, like the character is about to see, you know, facing their impending doom, like a polar bear uh, chasing them off a cliff or a giant monster holding them up. And then the word balloon by them would always say, well, the good news is I just got accepted to the Kubert school. <laughs> and so I posted that on social media of like this really messed up scene where one, where one of the characters is, has a word balloon and he's saying that and so many people congratulated me on there I'm like no it's a joke you morons <laughs> and, and yeah and then other people were like I don't understand how did you get in you're only right <laughs> so I didn't get in <laughs> but, but no so so just so you know, that anybody here listening to this also follows me on social media. I did not get into this, to the Kubert school. I was making a joke because it's a really messed up scene in that movie. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but no, it's uh, since Halloween is coming and you know everybody's watching kind of scary movies, uh, that's a good one, I think, if you've never seen it, to, to check out. It's it's free if you have a Prime membership. What are, what are you going as this year? I'm going as Guy on Couch uh, <laughs> in, in uh, a uh, high school cross-country t-shirt. I'm going as Sexy Kitten. Oh. Well, I'm going as Sexy Guy on Couch. Rawr. I mean, I'm going Rawr, as, as a Sexy Guy on Couch in cross country, high school cross-country TV. Yeah. Absolutely. Why uh, <laughs> are you Eartha Kitt? I'm Eartha Kitt. Rawr. I'm the very sexy catwoman, Batman. Mm. <laughs> I coughed up a hairball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lady Bird Johnson, get those men out of there. Or get those men out of the war. <laughs> Whatever it was she said. Uh, yeah. Oh, Eartha Kitt. Mm. Original. You know, long before Halle Berry and... Um, Oh, who's the who's the current one? I can't think of her name. Uh, Zoe Kravitz played. She was the first black Catwoman. And oh, I, uh, and also the one the lady from um, uh, the Harley Quinn show. She's the mom in Cleveland in the Cleveland show. I can't think of her name oh. right now. Yeah. She was she was also in um, Blade. She played Blade's mom. You know the actress mm. I'm talking about. Um. Is it original um, Aunt Viv from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? No, no, no. Didn't, you've seen Blade, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I have. I, yeah, all the, I could think of was original Aunt Viv. You know, in the uh, Fresh Prince reunion that's coming up, they're going to bring back original Aunt Viv. Oh, but I thought she hated him. Well, I don't know. Apparently, I don't. maybe she's just coming back to slap him. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sienna... Uh, Lathane, or L-A-T-H-A-N. How would you say that? What, L-A-T-H-A-N? Yeah. Like either Lathan or Lathan? Lathan, I mean, it's uh, Sienna Lathan. Lathan? I guess, yeah, yeah, that was, that was who does Catwoman in uh, the Harley Quinn show. Mm. And, uh, yeah. She was one of those, she was one of those actresses that was really popular there for... Like in like the I remember like early early two thousands late nineties you'd see her in a bunch of stuff. You don't really yeah. You know, you know I'm realizing that uh, our dishwasher is running and it's it's causing quite a bit of uh, microphone pickup. I can't even hear. So that. well, audacity can. I just uh, really sorry I was fidgeting with my beer can and. It still has beer in there, and and uh, the little tab fell inside it. Uh, well, it's it's like the um, the Guinness uh, nitro balls oh, the little, inside. The little, uh, widget that's inside the that's yeah. Inside the, yeah yeah keeps it yeah yeah you're just keeping it activated. Hooray! Ah. <laughs> uh. <coughs> No. <laughs> Just think of it as like a tequila worm. Mm. It's gonna tear me. In. It's gonna tear my insides. Oh. <laughs> it's gonna attach to your uh, wall of your intestines and create a. It's gonna look like that. It's gonna be like that friggin' slide from uh, 
class uh, action class action park. class action park. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh which, I forget if we did. Did we talk about that last time? Yeah, we talked about it last time. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. But anyhow, well, I guess unless there's anything you can think of. Um, did you watch that Dallas Cowboys comeback, yo? No. Sports. It was amazing. Yeah. They were down like 40 points, and then they come back and won 30, 40 to 39. Who were they uh, playing? The Falcons, who just like dominated them the entire game. And then the very last, they came back and got a last second field goal and won 40 to 39. It was like nobody, I not even Cowboys fans expected them to pull it off. Yeah. All right, well, that's a good place to end it. <laughs> okay, well, all right. <laughs> and done. Uh, all right, we're going to put this in your portfolio, and it's gone. Good. I'm just warming up. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> You're done. More margaritas. <laughs> all right, well. Uh, as always guys uh thanks for listening uh hope you hope you enjoyed it and remember if you uh if you like what we do uh oh always remember... oh one, one more thing one more thing mm-hmm. um i recently there's there's a podcast you know how there's that podcast called how did this get made about yeah. movies um they've got how, one for video games or whatever what's that is that the one that you sent me the how did this get played well, how did this get played? Is about video games. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's they're both by Earwolf, which is the ones that do Comedy Bang Bang. But um, this one, the the one I sent you is they talk about the original TMNT Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that like everybody owned, but everybody hated because it was impossible to play. The Nintendo one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know the underwater dam level oh, where yeah yeah because you just yeah. Like, drown in there yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if you touch seaweed, you instantly die for some reason. And they and they said that like the computer version uh, was literally impossible to play because they the programmers like made this jump impossible to jump, and and it like killed you every time, and you literally could not beat that level. Um, but anyway, that's if you can if you like listening to podcasts. About by real people. Um, <laughs> try to find that one. You're not supposed to tell everybody that I'm a fake boy. <laughs> <laughs> Your only dream is to be a real boy. Do, like do I the... dream of electronic sheep is the real question. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, speaking of which, I was, uh, there's a, uh, what, what show was it that I was going to compare? I don't know now. See, a mystery. Another mystery. Mm. Um, there's some show, and it was going to be compared to a Philip K. Dick-style show, and I or I was going to compare it to it. This is fascinating stuff, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember what it was. I'll, maybe I'll remember was, for next who was time. In it? Do you remember who was in it? Or? No. No? <laughs> I guess it really left an impression on you. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. 
Well, that's all right. Well, oh, yeah, rate, you, rate, so share, you, and enjoy, subscribe. Yeah, if you enjoy this, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. Rate. Well, well, most importantly, rate, share, and subscribe. Well, most most importantly, share because you know uh, it is uh, it is uh, Halloween is around the corner, about about a month away. You know, put that in the put a put a small recording of this podcast in the kids. Uh, yeah, you can't share candy anymore yes. because of COVID. So just uh, you know, make make out a cassette tape of our podcast. Yeah, just put that in their little bag. You know. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I guess we'll see you guys next time. Yes. <laughs> I thought you were gonna do the well. Bye. <laughs> oh well. Bye. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit uh, stop. Yeah. You know, when I when I go to a restaurant, I always like to sit in the Powers booth.